the distant future. This is Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school, including robots. Ah, welcome to Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not. I am the dishwasher robot named Andrew, and with me is... The little cutie floating one that does everything brokenly like Liza. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. (laughs) Liza, how are you today? I'm good. Good. How are you doing? Just took a nice sip refreshed. of water. Refreshed. Very refreshed. <laughs> I'm I'm good. We're recording this the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little tired because mm-hmm. we did a bunch of Thanksgiving stuff. Mm-hmm. Not you and I, but you know, the 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 country <laughs> collectively. And I felt every I mean I'm just an empath, so like I felt everybody's <laughs> feelings on that day. So I'm just kind of tired today. Um no, we did a bunch of family stuff mm. yesterday. So yes. yeah. With lots of food. With lots of food. And I watched the movie that we were talking about today just this morning. Me too. Wow. We were probably watching it at the same time. Maybe. <laughs> were you watching at 8.43 this morning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so we're talking about the movie Robots. Yes. 2005? Correct. 2005 animated movie. Yeah. Fox, like, produced. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Robin Williams. Robbie Williams. Holly Berry. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Amanda Bynes. Um, Greg Kinnear uh-huh, as the bad guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's lots of pretty famous people in there, actually. Yeah, this was, so I was, I was reading the cast before I watched the movie, and I was just like, wow, this is one of those movies, they don't really do this anymore, mm-hmm. where, like, the draw of the movie is, look at all these famous people we got to do voices. Mm. And... <clears throat> probably for a good reason they don't really do this that much anymore because some of them did good voices yes and then some of them are just like it's it's me the actor here's my voice i'm not doing anything interesting whatsoever with my voice recognize me from this other thing but you know me from this other thing so you're probably pretty happy to hear my voice Mm -hmm. (laughs) halle berry um (laughs) but yeah so it's it's a fictitious world mm-hmm. in which it is only occupied by robots right and everything is a robot everything is a robot the birds are robots the fire hydrants are robot garbage and like humanoid yes people, quote unquote uh dogs but our human songs still exist in this world including chingy's right there and uh James Brown. James Brown. Yeah, there's a bunch of songs <laughs> a lot in it. Of songs that you recognize. So there's a there. I mean, theoretically, mm-hmm. this is a world in which humans did exist and are now dead. Right. Robots have taken over. This is a Skynet type situation where the robots have taken over. This is a robot apocalypse, <laughs> and now the robots have. Uh, this is also the subject of a comic book called Dave D Four V E, where robots have taken over. And now are bored because there's nothing left for them to do except have a human existence. So that's kind of what I'm not saying that's exactly what this movie is, but that's my theory about this movie is that they have killed off all the humans, realized that the only way for their society to exist is for them to also then become basically humans. Right. And that is where we pick up in robots. Have you seen this movie before? Never. Really? 
Nope. Had not seen it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I think I may have seen it in theaters. And, uh, yep, yeah, liked it in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hadn't seen it since then. It's, I mean, like, so here's what I'll say about the movie. Really quick up top. The animation holds up surprisingly well. Yes. There are a lot of animated movies, even some Pixar movies mm-hmm. from this era, that do not hold up animation-wise very well at all. And I thought, like, and part of it is the animation in this movie is maybe, like, purposefully kind of crude a little bit. Like, yeah. it's not, like, the sharpest lines and stuff. Like, everything's kind of jankety-looking mm-hmm. anyways because they're all kind of, like, broken robots who are looking for parts and stuff like that. But in terms of, like, how smooth the animation is, like, it's clear the animation team did a really good job mm-hmm. with this because at no point did I look at it and be like, this looks kind of dated. Like, it, it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's, it's like, this looks like it could be made today. Like, I think if it were made today, it might be a little sharper. Mm-hmm. But I was never like, whoa, this is showing its age. We're like, you know, like, sometimes you'll watch, like, Finding Nemo, which is around, like, the same time, or mm-hmm. The Incredibles, and you're just like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember it being mm-hmm. animation-wise. Or that we've, yeah, we've seen incredible animation between then and now that it's really hard to like look at it yeah or or you're looking at it like oh yeah this is like very it feels retro or it feels whatever yeah um the i agree with you i think the animation looks really good um the main thing that makes the movie like you feel that it's 2005 are the jokes and then the fact that Robin Williams is in it. Yeah, Robin Williams, yeah, is all over this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I didn't want to, I don't want to put this label on the movie mm. because I, again, we talked about it with um, Mrs. Doubtfire mm-hmm. where like it's like because it's, and like this is a movie made for children. Yeah. Like this is a kid's movie. Oh, big The time. jokes are for kids. Yeah. And there's like, like multiple fart jokes in there. Like just straight up fart jokes. Oh, like yeah. it's not even like veiled in something. It's just like, oh, the one with the big butt farted. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, but there are, there are jokes and visual gags in this movie that I would sort of label a little transphobic. Yeah. If not transphobic, I think they're totally, um, like misogynistic yeah <laughs> like, it, or 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 like hyper masculine yeah how could, why like, would a man have a male robot and these are robots mm-hmm. so like they're, they're the fact that they would designate gender on these robots <laughs> is ridiculous but that you know like robin williams's character gets like swapped out with like a female torso and she's like oh this can't stand at all you know like yeah. things like that we're just like what why like mm-hmm. what's the problem here and it happens multiple times in the movie yeah it's not just one joke that you can sort of be like okay well luckily we've learned from then like it 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 is actually i'm glad you brought it from the beginning because that's actually the biggest problem with this movie yeah the rest is like some of the jokes are still pretty good yeah like i think the beginning actually made me laugh out mm-hmm. loud the fart jer- the fart jokes around you like oh this is not this is meant for children yeah which, there's nothing wrong with that yeah but- as soon as was it aunt fanny yeah. is introduced which is jennifer coolidge's character so good and just like it's just a big butted robot yeah she stores a bunch of stuff in her butt mm-hmm. she knocks over stuff with her butt mm-hmm. and then at a certain point you cut to like outside and she farts and the, the lamppost goes oh lady, yeah open a window <laughs> or something and then he like yeah falls over and dies and the next morning there's a chalk outline yeah. so like he died from, from her fart, fart. yeah <laughs> So there's, uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, jokes like that where it's just like, this is meant to entertain children. Yeah, yeah. But then there's all the ones that 
I just it it's really hard for me at least to watch it now because all I can think of is like gosh we've just been like swimming in this shit for so long yeah and then and the fact that it is a kids movie and we've like it's written for kids and also that means it's written to tell the kid that it's not okay to wear a skirt or that it's like that it's like disgusting for a man robot whatever the fuck that means to like be swapped pieces that have like pink on it yeah like what that's i I just it's very frustrating Mm -hmm. to watch it um and the fact that it's multiple times to multiple characters yeah in the movie i think is it just it makes it really hard but there are a lot of fun stuff about the movie the fact that the the city itself which uh again i i mean i'm not not again i've never made this point before Whenever you have a city that is that is inhabited by things that are not humans, mm-hmm. the fact that the labeling system is just blank city. So the so uh, the main character goes to Robot City, yeah. and just like you, you know, like whenever like it's like a world inhabited by dogs, it's like Big Dog City yeah. or you know like whatever, and just like there's no like new human city. Like everything has like a name, and like even if it's like a clever play on like you know if it was like. Well, well, everything else is a pun. Like the yeah. the character names are like Rodney, you know, yeah. Cyberbot, Clank, Clankerbot, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, all those things. Bender, like you've got all these like mechanic, mechanical puns. Yeah, like in everything, but they couldn't think of anything else but Robot right. City. Yeah, and like even if it's like something like <laughs> as like lame as like Robo Tokyo, or, yeah, yeah. or you know whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's just like ro- Robot City. You know, it's just like okay. <laughs> well, There's, they never even name the town that he comes from because yeah. We didn't really get into the plot, but it's the story of a, a young robot boy mm-hmm. who um, is quite creative and invents uh, little robots to, like, help his dad. He comes, or, like, the whole thing is that he comes from, like, a, a not poor, but, like... A small town. Like, small town. Small robot that, town. So his parents don't make that much money. Um, so they, like, he, like, gets hand-me-downs and, like when they like swap parts to make him a, a older kid, um, he gets hand me down parts instead of like brand new. So you kind of get the sense like he grew up in like working class family or something. Yeah. Um, and then he is obsessed with this TV show um, that's kind of portraying this big, um, I don't know, it's like a, a, a Steve Jobs of mechanics or mm-hmm. whatever, like telling everybody on tv that like anybody can be an inventor and like come with your ideas and we'll make them like and he's this like jovial big robot guy like just two circles one on top of the other yeah and so it's this young robot thinking like believing in himself and in, in, in being an inventor and he's gonna go to the big city and make all these inventions um when he gets there he gets a slap in the face of like what real life is like. Yeah. And so uh, he understands that it's not going to be as easy as he thought and goes through various uh, barriers to actually get to talk to the person that he like revered on TV for so long. Um, who's been replaced in the company by a bad guy. Yeah. Who's all about like capitalism. Mm-hmm. Like, gotta, instead of making like, in this world, robots are are used to buying new parts yeah. when they are feeling sick, quote unquote. Like when they don't feel good, they just buy like spare parts and they like fix themselves. But this bad guy robot 
his way of like making money is actually to not make like separate parts anymore and to get everybody to upgrade to like super suits that are super too, too expensive for most robots. Yeah, the, so right? the, yeah, the, the I mean the villainy part of this movie is kind of nonsensical. I mean, it is again, it's a kids movie. But like, yeah, he wants everybody to upgrade to things they can't afford, mm-hmm. which is already a bad business practice cuz nobody can buy right. the upgrades. But also, I didn't get I didn't quite understand the plot with his mother who like runs the junkyard, like the under yeah. the underworld junkyard, and she's like get everybody to come down here and then I'll scrap all of them. It's like so what? Like what yeah. what are you gaining? From like, and so there's like sweeps where like basically homeless, uh, there's like homeless encampment sweeps in this movie, which is mm-hmm. also a very weird thing mm-hmm. for a children's movie. Mm-hmm. But like basically any like out of date robot gets sent into the under, like the underworld where she like throws them into like incinerators. So like, right. I didn't, I didn't quite understand what she gained from their loan, no longer being poor robots because like. Um, yeah, I don't know that it's clear that there's a goal as besides like being an elitist, being evil, gross piece of shit and just being disgusted by poor people or or poor robots. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think like there isn't a logic to it. Mm -hmm. It's more like bad person doing bad things. It's funny. This movie was made in like 2005 or released then. Uh, the character's name is Mayor Jenny Durkin. Oh! 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 Only Seattleites will know that Yeah, means. hey, all my Seattle heads. Throw them up, throw them up. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, she is like, remember in, um, she reminded me this, the mom of the bad guy who's actually the real bad guy because she's the one that, yeah. anyway, she to be between the voice and like the way they animated her. It's also voiced by a man. Yeah, it's voiced by um, uh, one of the professors in Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, I forget his name. I'll look it up while you're. But her between like the voice that they're doing for her and the the looks of her, she reminded me of in Monsters Inc. The oh, yeah. like admin yeah. slug. Hello, was Yeah, exactly. It was it was that vibe like. Right. <laughs> Besides for that character in Monsters, Inc. ends up being a good person at the end versus this old, like, grumpy... Jim Jim Broadbent. Yeah, here we go. Um, So she's, like, behind the curtain, basically, of her son. Like, the son son is, like, now the CEO of the company, wears the shiny suit, and is obsessed with everything being clean and shiny. And then she's, like, basically, like has all the um, strategy behind him of like tells him how to move all the pions yeah. in order to get to their goal, which like you pointed out, their goal is fuzzy. Yeah. Or like, doesn't like what happens when every, all the poor robots are shredded into pieces and there's just like, it's just to be in a world where there's only the 1%, mm-hmm. I guess that can yeah. afford the shiny suits. Yeah. So can I, I tell know. you where I thought this movie was going? Yes. Because when they when they get to new to New Robot City or Robot City or whatever, mm-hmm. and 
as Ewan McGregor's character is like kind of like, you know, he gets kind of paired up with Robin Williams's character and they start going through basically what's like a marble run of that. like transportation. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Oh, and like sure. if that w- if I was a kid, I would have thought that was the neatest thing ever. That's why I liked it. What I thought, because, you know, like we mentioned, there's, there's like modern music in this movie or modern mm-hmm. to the time of 2005, I guess there's James Brown later. But um, like, you know, Chingy's right there and there's other contemporary mm-hmm. songs in it. I thought we were going to get a pan out like sort of in like in the Lego movie where you find out that there's a kid that's kind of like playing with all these things. And it was like an imaginary world that the kid was making up. And that's why there's, you know, human music and everything's like shaped like, you know, like there's the marble run aspect of the town and all this stuff. I kind of thought that's where this was going. And that would be cute. And instead it's just, no, this is just a world that is made to look like a a toy set Mm -hmm. with a bunch of robots and oh, I wonder if they thought they were going to cash in on that. Yeah, I, they I must have. I don't remember seeing any toys that were shaped like it, but... Yeah, sure. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. It wasn't... I mean, it wasn't long after this movie came out that I was working at a toy store. So yeah. certainly, that doesn't mean they, they didn't try it. Yeah. But I but don't maybe remember. the movie didn't do as well as they thought. Yeah, it was that could be do too. as well. No, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I actually... Um, because of looking up the voices and I saw that like Paula Abdul was in it and um Rhymes what's her name? Um Rhymes? Rhymes? Leanne Rhymes? Uh Is that who you're thinking of? No, that the young girl Oh Amanda Bynes. Um, yeah, Bynes. Because of them too, I like I even said out loud, I was like, is this a musical? Uh I don't remember singing in this movie. There's so many voices, like voice actors in this movie that I never point, like, I was just like, oh, that person's in this, this person's in, I never heard their voices once. No. Like, Drew Carey's in this, Yeah, and then, like, Harlan Williams is in this, who I know not everybody knows, but, like, he's got kind of a distinct voice, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, where where were they? I like, know. What, what was the point? Because like at least with Amanda Bynes, she's the the sister yeah. of Robin Williams. And I thought she did a good. She had a good voice for yeah, this too. Yeah. yeah, I think that was cute. And she's like, you know, in the movie, like maybe half of it. Yeah, like she's got a she's got a lot of airtime. Versus like Paula Abdul is a is one of the three watches for that one scene where the main robot kid gets like accosted by this guy that's trying to yeah, sell him like really random watches so she she did she, like one line for she the literally movie? just said we're not real that's it weird i'm like why would you pay paula abdul for that yeah like that's so weird that i'm like were you planning on this to be a musical and actually a whole bunch of it got cut out or something that might be because that that is strange and like that's that is like one other like another problem i had with this movie is that it is just chock full of famous people who are not starved for work Mm-mm. versus like there's so many voice actors out there who are not getting enough work and like not and no no shade towards Halle Berry or at Ewan McGregor any of these people who you know Ewan McGregor I think is doing okay voice work in this I wouldn't say he's like great in it mm-hmm. but like the you know the people that you kind of want to have in this movie for their voices are people like Robin Williams yes. who you're like, that's Robin. Yeah. You hear a voice and you're like, okay, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Amanda Bynes also has a pretty distinct voice. So you can be like, cool. It's cool to have her in this. But if you're going to have somebody like Ewan McGregor, who doesn't have a very distinct voice, mm-hmm. Halle Berry, who doesn't have a distinct voice and seems to be kind of phoning this in. <laughs> like why pay her and him that much money versus like paying a voice actor who like, a movie like this could like make their career. Yeah, well, and especially, well, obviously, 
yes, per your point, like I think that makes it obvious that they on, are only hiring those folks to put their name on the poster right. or on the trailer or whatever to get people to come yeah. to the theater. Cause like this isn't that far after Moulin Rouge and right. Swordfish. And so they're both like pretty well known mm-hmm. actors at this point. Yes. But I would, I, especially for kids, do you think a single kid yeah, is like, give a shit. Halle Berry, we got <laughs> mom, we gotta go. If anything, they'd be maybe at the time might be excited about Amanda Bynes. Yeah. How old right. Are, but but everybody else, they're like, who? Put Keenan what? in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I, I'm I, glad you liked the marble. I mean, obviously yeah. it made you think that it was going not the way that it was going. Yeah. But but I'm I'm glad that you enjoyed that part too because that was really fun to watch. It was so fun. I and thought that was really clever. Whoever did that obviously has a good like understanding of like how those things work. Mm-hmm. And the fact there are like multiple things that they went through mm-hmm. and like it wasn't just like the normal loop-de-loo and all that. I thought that was very clever. Somebody had a lot of fun designing that. Yeah. And then in between each like kind of more like punchy action shots, it's Robin Williams just like saying these like little yeah. short like, oh, I remember a hammer at this part. And yeah. Then they get hit by a hammer. Like just the timing of it all is like perfect. Yeah. And the the theme of that, like the city being shaped like a giant like marble run or whatever, like uh, what do you call that? The like Rubik's machine or oh, whatever. Uh, Rube Goldberg machine. Yes, yeah. there you go. So it's similar to that. That theme comes back to you at the end. So you, that kind of makes you realize that the, the like inventor mm-hmm. star um, that Rodney um, I- idolizes. Yeah. That's his thing is because they, they get, they finally, so he's hidden most of the movie. They don't know where he went. He looks, seems to have disappeared or something. And then they finally find him. He's been recluse in his apartment for, we don't know how long. Yeah. He has no clue that his company has been like taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like created a whole like domino drawing and like all of that stuff like is so fun to watch yeah especially because it is animated i feel like it it just makes you appreciate the work that was put into the Mm -hmm. movie a lot more um and then after i feel like the first half of the movie is like fun and you're sort of like okay this plot is moving along and like there's some good jokes and and then the second half is like ADHD on crack and I was like I can't keep up it is un- <laughs> the, yeah it is so weirdly like I so I like put my head in you know like looked at my phone for like 20 seconds yeah and a character had been kidnapped <laughs> and they were in a different locale and like it was like right when like that big fight scene was about to start and I was just uh-huh. like how did they get there <laughs> like what what happened like and I, I i was not like it wasn't like i just completely tuned out of the movie like i was still listening mm-hmm. but like i looked down for less than 30 seconds and everything about the movie had changed and i was just like what <laughs> happened i think i did the exact same thing like yeah. i was like shopping online or something and i like i was like wait what this is like a kids movie and i'm confused yeah like- <laughs> It, it always happens like there was a this is not related but like me and my when I was living with some roommates we were playing one of the Lego Batman games mm-hmm. and we could not figure out how to get past this one part and we we're both like why are we so stumped on a video game made for children how can we not do Don't this you hate that? <laughs> yeah just like this is a game that is made for eight year olds and we can't do this like am I overthinking it or underthinking right. it I can't figure it out <laughs> why are we why can't we do this yeah we're adults. <laughs> 
I yes, I relate very much because most of the video games I decide to play yeah. are definitely for children because I'm I'm not a huge video game player right. and I'm not very good at it, so I just choose like easy peasy stuff. And there's some stuff on the Harry Potter Lego stuff that I, was, mm-hmm. I had to look up. I was like, this is me. It's too much. Yeah, year olds. And yep. I cannot figure it yeah. out. Yeah, good thing the internet <laughs> has answers for everything because yes. otherwise I'm just like, you know what? I'd never be able to solve this thing. That yeah, I'm never every, playing this game ever. Every ten year old has just like cruised past. Especially when you play a game that's t- like six seven years old and literally all the answers are on the internet yeah yeah thanks internet thanks internet that's what we really want to get across thank you internet (laughs) every corner of it is wonderful um so yeah they get to like a big fight scene yeah like the the new robots fight the trashy robots i get but then it's also the the like factory robots yeah they're also like jinkity robots but because they're like the minions of the bad mom and son then yeah they're like fighting with the ones that are like we we want to stay yeah like we don't want to have to purchase these things we can't afford Mm -hmm. i thought what they were going to do in this scene this is another thing where i thought something was going to happen and didn't really happen Mm -hmm. they did a little bit which is like i thought they could do more with these robots being kind of jankety Therefore, they can kind of lend themselves to being a little more like fun in the fight scene. Like Amanda, yeah, Amanda Bynes's one had like the things that she pulls out of her head and she like twirled around mm-hmm. and knocked a bunch out. And they actually did that in Wally, where like the cleaning robots and like the the kind of like rejected robots mm-hmm. kind of like had different things they could use against the like sort of right. security robots. Yeah, like the misfits have their own little strength yeah. kind of idea. And mm-hmm. I didn't quite they didn't quite lean into it as much as i thought they might in this one yeah you know like a lot of the focus was on like halle berry's upgraded robot fighting the other upgraded robots yeah like that she was like a roller skater and could go through loop-de-loops and stuff i was just like this isn't that interesting to me yeah the fight scenes were way more boring yeah the rest of the movie yeah which is weird because usually that like you would think with like a bunch of different types of robots like you said that have each a very specific design that Mm -hmm. they would have introduced like their own little mini, like, not like a superpower, but like a mini little agility or like an ability that only them can do yeah. because of the kind of robot that they are. They didn't do any of that. Yeah. And and then they have that, because at that point, the Bender, Bender character, is it? Or Fender? Fender? Fender, yeah. Bender like is from Futurama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, they, they couldn't have just copycatted <laughs> yeah. that, could they? Um, that's the Robin Williams character yeah. who falls apart throughout the movie like he's the one that's having the biggest issue with having to buy parts again um so he he's consistently like throughout the movie trying to like pull up his arm again or put his nose back on or whatever and then they get to the fight scene and at that point it's right after that he went through the factory thing and like mistakenly has a skirt on a scar a skirt piece on Uh uh-huh that's like green or something. And and that's when he's like, oh, that's so wrong. Like that, uh-huh. I was like, oh, God, this is so weird to watch. Yeah, It looks so cringy. And then right after that, they get to the big fight scene and he just performs uh, Oh Baby, Baby, yeah. uh, the Britney Spears song. And it's actually Britney Spears. Like they paid royalty to Britney Spears right. for like 20 seconds of that song. Yeah. And he's not finding, he's performing like he's dancing and like in the performance he like punches one of them in the face or something yeah that i I just like the tone of that like it that's 
all those little bits where there's like music involved and performance involved makes me think that they wanted to make the movie a little more musical a little bit more musical with like hiring musical artists or like dance well dancers wouldn't have mattered but but then they didn't go all the way yeah they sort of like tiptoed into it 25 percent, and it's just like what the fuck is yeah i wonder i you you might be right i wonder if there was like a studio note like originally there was gonna be a little more musical than like some studio had was like no kids just want like quick musical stings Put in more Robin going around, you know, like whatever. You're like a 60 year old man yeah. trying to make. I know what children, what children like. <laughs> I've met two children in my life. I have like eight grandchildren that I yeah. never see. They love Britney Spears. <laughs> this song from seven years ago. Yeah. It's like 2005. Like she's not peaking at that right. point. Like toxic has been out at this point. So yeah, yeah we've we've kind of hit the peak of oops, I did it again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who is this for? Like, who is like most right. of the jokes are for children. Some jokes are like fairly funny for the family. Yeah. And but then the songs are not for not related to the kids. Like, there's some yeah. Like, there's a couple of rap songs in there that mm-hmm. are that are very like 2005 or like 2003 yeah. era. But then yeah, like the Britney Spears song, and then at the very end the. Like James oh, it's a, he's doing a mix of jazz and funk. It's called junk. Uh-huh. Like, and then and then it, and it turns out to be a James Brown song. Yeah, like that. I, it's just weird. Yeah, like, it just didn't make sense. Like, You're right. It, it yeah, it feels like what a 55 year old white man yeah. would think little eight year old kids would like. Yeah, they love Britney Spears. Who's that? Who's that girl singer? Who does the baby baby thing? And she wears skirts. Doesn't yeah. she wear skirts? Uh, Britney Spears shirt. Yeah, I've heard that song. The baby baby one more time. Put me put that on there. You know, it's just like <laughs> what? You know, like it and like the you know the Jonas Brothers now like one of them acts and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but it, it sort of feels like if you were to make a movie like that today and like the hit song and it would be like a Jonas Brothers song mm-hmm. from like six years ago, where yeah. it's just like they've kind of moved on from even doing music for the most part. Right. So like, and like Britney, you know, is probably still doing music, but like, uh, oops, I did it again or hit me baby one more time it was, was not, 10 years old yeah, it was like point. not fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that they threw in a song that like felt like really this now yeah. was, it yeah. did feel like, it's not, it's not so old that it could have been like a retro hit. It was just like, right. it like was, they're not trying to hit the parents in yeah. 2005 and obviously not trying, or they're trying to hit the kids, but it's not the right songs for right. the kids. So you're not really hitting anybody of your demographic that's coming to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's so weird. Very weird choice. Very <laughs> weird choice. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I think I, I was really excited at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is actually like fun. It yeah. looks great. Like I'm excited to hear the voices. The jokes are decent. Mm-hmm. And then the second half, I, it was like feeling overwhelmed and bored at the same time. I, I and just it's, like lost interest. It's 90 minutes. Like yeah. it's not like a really long movie. No. So like the fact that like it loses its own focus and like for like half the movie is is bad. Yeah. So yeah. One of the things that you, I really liked possibly because of Robin Williams at the time. I think like visually it was cool. Yeah. The story in itself, I think... Unless you get into the nitty gritty of like, what is the goal of the bad guy? Yeah. Like, I think overall it's like trying to tell like a nice moral story. Yeah. Um, which is probably why I liked it at the time. And those are things I still like now, but it, I think it like all the, the 
like things that didn't work or fully offensive things that mm-hmm. are coming out of this movie are like overthrowing the rest. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so out of five, uh, five of Mrs. Fanny robot farts. I really liked Mrs. Fanny, but it yeah. might also be because it was Jennifer Coolidge. It's Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Oh, dang. Yeah. Did I bump something again? And I, I thought I read on the wiki that like in, at least maybe in Europe, she's called something else and is voiced by a different English speaking actress. Oh, it's possible. Right? I, yeah. I, I don't know. If, I, I feel like I've always seen this in English, so I may have seen it in the US. But yeah, if they had, um, they would have had all different actors. Oh, it's the same. Fans. It's the same character. There's the same voice. But in the UK... She's known as Aunt Fan instead of Aunt Fanny. Well, because Fanny is not but in English. Yeah. So I think they probably yeah. were like, oops. Oops. We can't, we can't call this one Aunt Pussy. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so out of five of Aunt Fanny's robot farts, uh-huh. what would you give robots? Mm. Streaming on HBO Max as we speak. Watch it today. Watch it today. I would also like to say I think they have done some improvements to the HBO Max app, and it works a little better than it did the last time we talked about something on HBO Max. You're getting a full report every <laughs> single episode yeah. now. HBO Max, slightly improved. <laughs> getting one star yeah. so far. Um, I agree. I've used HBO Max quite a bit recently to yeah. catch up on Insecure, and it's working better. Yeah. I'll say. Uh, well, suddenly not such a throwaway thing that I said just a second ago. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, I will give robots um, three okay. out of five Fanny, Aunt Fanny farts mm-hmm. jokes. What? <laughs> How about you? Uh, I think I'll give it two. I think mm. like I, uh, I was watching it thinking I'd probably enjoy this movie more if I had seen it when it came out mm-hmm. and like had some nostalgia for it. Mm-hmm. Like and truly the 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 set like how the town looks and the fact that it's like you know the transportation system is like a old marble run is like super fun. Mm-hmm. I wish it it had sort of leaned into more stuff like that mm-hmm. and been just kind of more fun, mm-hmm. but instead it kind of got bogged down in like a very weird unfocused story by the end as you're right. saying. So I think it kind of suffers from that and the kind of lazy offensive jokes throughout yeah. are do drag it down visually. Like I said, it still looks great mm-hmm. and you know, this, the town looks great and all that stuff. So yeah, I think two is probably where all the, land. the, yeah, the transportation, like, um, marble run stuff made me want this movie to be a Disney movie. So they could have potentially made a ride out of it. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so fun. I want to get hit by a hammer while I'm in like a ball cage or something. <laughs> well, Robin Williams is like whispering yeah. jokes. In the hey, side. yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought there was a hammer here. Ooh, ah, oh, here it comes. Ah. Also like he's, he does that daily as, assumingly like, cause he's at the train station trying to trick people into <laughs> taking pictures. Oh yeah. And so then like, but then like he go, he has to take it to go back home. Mm-hmm. So assumingly he does this every day, but he's like, oh, I thought there was a thing here. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's, is it's, this part of the bit? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, are you ready for the surprise prize? I am. Good. Cause here comes Fernando. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's surprise prize is brought to you by Abba's Fernando. 
Fernando, a number one hit from the band ABBA from Sweden. Oh, ABBA's Fernando. You said Apples Fernando? Apples Fernando. And I was like, is that a new product they're coming yeah. out with? Yeah. They're leaning into the success of the surprise prize, Apple is. So they're rebranding the iPad to the Fernando. Apple is listening to this podcast. Yes. Like all of Apple employees? All of them, they're required oh, by, wow. uh, by it's Tim. A, it's part of their benefits as full-time staff? Yes. it's Yeah. It was uh, Tim Apple's gift to everybody is that he, he uh, subscribed to everybody's phone to our podcast. Well, you could kick back some of that moolah, yeah. but you know. Hey, Tim Apple. <laughs> We have not seen you as a Patreon Tim fan Apple, yet. It's me, the president. Oh, no. It's me, Tim Apple. Uh, today's surprise prize, Liza. Uh-huh. As, we're, as I said earlier, we are recording this the day after Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. So, Liza, for the surprise prize, what is one thing you're thankful for from this year? Um, you may exclude the obvious things if you'd like, because, uh, you know, there's going to be things that you are going to be like, oh, I should have said this. I should have said this. So family, loved ones, you don't have, you know, like, <laughs> don't be offended. Don't be offended. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm thankful, thankful for COVID vaccines. Um, cause that did come out this year, right? It did. It just feels like a hundred years yeah. ago already. Um, yeah, we've both been boosted. That's right. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm thankful to have seen my grandma in real life this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I hadn't seen her in a real long time. And, uh, <laughs> there's like too much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, learning how to set boundaries for myself. Good. I think that was, that's been hard. Yeah. So it's important. How yes. about you? I, it's going to sound like we talked about this beforehand and that we're also like sponsored by the CDC or something. But like, I was thinking about it last night because we, you know, like, um, for Thanksgiving, it was the first time where I felt comfortably in a room with people of like a large amount. Mm -hmm. Like even my family, I haven't really been like that comfortable to be like, let's take our masks off and like Mm -hmm. sit in a room for a while. And last night was the first time that we did that with both my family and, and my partner's family. And it was weird and like certainly felt like, um, like not unusual, like unusual maybe is the right word, Mm -hmm. but just sort of like unique of like the time because, you know, we've been like avoiding doing stuff like that. And so I'm very thankful for (laughs) the vaccines, Mm -hmm. for people who have taken the vaccines, you know, it's like as somebody who is immunocompromised, uh, COVID is still like a a threat to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the fact that, and I know not everybody got who has gotten the vaccine in my circle has gotten it just for me, mm-hmm. but the fact that people have gotten it, it, I am thankful for that because it just, it puts me at ease a mm-hmm. little bit more that like gathering indoors with people, I don't have to worry about keeping my mask on the entire time mm-hmm. or if I don't want it to have it on. Like as long as everybody in the room is, is vaccinated, it's, it's sort of like a thing where my mind's at least at ease of yeah. like. Yeah, I know, like, vaccinated people can carry the virus, in, you know, around without being symptomatic, and they can still pass it on, but it's just, it's all the less likely, so I am thankful for, for vaccines, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also thankful for, um, I've also been a little better about setting boundaries myself mm-hmm. this year, too. Um, I think 
I hope that's something that a lot of people are, are expressing and being able to discover in themselves that like you can set a boundary and, and like it's not going to be the end of the world. It's yeah. not going to be the end of whatever relationship you may have with somebody mm-hmm. to set a boundary. So, yeah, thankful for that, too. And I don't know, just thankful for friends and family and yeah. the usual. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. <laughs> um, and thankful for patrons. The, the lovely people who have subscribed to our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Good Talk Studio. Mm-hmm. You can also be a version of a patron on free Instagram. Mm. A free patron on Instagram. <laughs> and follow us at The Rec to School. Mm-hmm. Check out some funny stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Thanks and for listening, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thankful for the listeners as well. <laughs> And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, babies. Bye-bye.